Melanated family. How's everybody doing, man? This is your brother Harrison back for a brand new episode of the Melanated Convo podcast. Thank you for joining me, man. New, new you know me. We doing the show on Tuesday today. The show will be on Tuesday and Sunday. Like the the show I do on Tuesday, I typically interview somebody or do it by myself. On Sunday, it'll be with my sister Sonia Williams Lewis. So hit that like button. Become a member of the Melanated Convo podcast team. Go to the Melanated Convo on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. The show is also live on my Facebook page. So Harrison Anderson on Facebook is where you can find the show live also, right? So first, I want to send a shout out to um, all the fathers out there, all the fathers out there who um, on a daily basis try their best to be the best type of presence in their kids' lives, or even if you haven't been the best father, because I've seen a post where someone was like, uh, happy Father's Day to the fathers who were involved in their children's li- uh, in their children's lives. And I get that, like saluting the dudes who putting in the work. I get that. Right. But also, I want to salute all fathers, even the individuals who may not be doing a good job right now, the individuals who haven't put in enough work to see their kids or going through so much shit in a personal life that the kid doesn't have space or didn't have a father themselves. So they don't know like the techniques to use and how to approach certain things. So they may look like they're not responsible or not involved. We need to salute all fathers. And what I would say um, to all fathers, because this father's day, I chilled, I didn't, do too much i wanted to just lay down and shit you know what i mean i was i was i was tired but for all fathers use father's day and days like father's day as a moment of reflection right as a moment of reflection in like the level of accountability you can have in the situation because the level of accountability you can have in the situation so we should use father's day as a reflection mechanism how involved are you in your kids lives now this isn't for all fathers sometime i come on here and speak and it sounds like a blanket statement no this is for specific fathers some black men don't live with their kids don't have any issues with seeing their kids some men don't have baby mama drama so we need to acknowledge that right but for the black men who do have issues like you're not able to see your kid maybe you're not stable Maybe the woman is acting a fool. All this different shit. Use Father's Day as a day to reflect on that. Reflect on your level of accountability. How, how, what can you improve on, right? Because if we're talking about our babies, if we're talking about the future of our community, if we're talking about all this shit we witnessed that we don't like, fatherhood is at the center of improving these things, in my opinion. So today I'm doing the show solo again. And like I mentioned, the shows I do this month will be geared towards fatherhood. A few weeks ago, we did a show about fatherhood, talking to young black fathers about the different things they can do to prevent themselves from being in situations where they have children with a woman they're not interested in or just having kids under uh, frivolous circumstances. We discussed that. Today, what I'm gonna do, family, is I'm gonna play a video by my brother, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. He was on a podcast called, let me make sure, Let me make sure I have the correct name of this show. It's called The Daily Wrap-Up Show. 
Yeah, no, Daily Wrap Up Crew. Want to give these brothers their credit. The Daily Wrap Up Crew is the name of this show. I'm going to play some clips because on this show, to me, kind of in alignment with what I want to talk about this month, Dr. Umar had some really great points. The brothers on the show did too. Some great points about black men in relationships, right? Like uh, how much accountability are we um, are we holding ourselves as black men in this in our community? How much accountability do we have for the fact that a lot of women aren't married? A lot of our black women aren't in relationships. A lot of our black women have had to shoulder the burden of the responsibility in certain situations, like two thirds of black children live in the home with just their mother. Right. So we understand there has been some systematic issues that um, created structures that put this into play. This is a fact. But we also need to hold ourselves accountable, family. Like I've had conversations with individuals over the past few weeks about the temperament of some of these shows. And look, I'm not a woman. So me personally, I know on YouTube, you can find men who sit down and tell women all the shit they need to be doing. That's not my bag, family. I'm not a woman. So I'm going to talk to my brothers. I'll express how I feel about what women have done to me or shit I've seen and what I've been through. Yeah. But as black men, we need to hold each other accountable. So sometimes these conversations are going to be between just the men. You feel me? So let's get into it. Also, on the website, precisioncreates.com. Let me put that up here. Hold on one second. Let me show that real quick. Yeah, precisioncreate.com. Precisioncreate.com is the website, family. We have a Father's Day collection we just released, which has this shirt. Funny, handsome, strong, happy, clever, marvelous. That's a great Father's Day shirt. We have a couple. I have one more on there, the, the uh, Essential Element shirt, which has the element table but has black father written in it. That's a, that's a pretty dope design. Go to precisioncreate.com and you can check out this shirt and the other one. I'll have a few other ones um, within the next week or two, but you know, I thought it was important to salute black fathers. Like father's day came. I, I, my shipment didn't come in time to introduce everything for father's day, but nonetheless, I think fatherhood should be celebrated all year round. You see what I'm saying? So that's a very important thing to me. So go to precisioncreate.com. Also, if you are a creator, a business owner, um, someone who needs shirts for their for their project or their endeavor, Precision Creates, the name of the company is Precision Design Studio. We can design your uh, logo if you need. We can make a flyer for your event and also we can design your shirt. So if you have an order of bulk shirts that's needed, even if it's just a couple, right? You, you're a business owner, you got an event coming up, um, a family gathering, anything, I can actually um, I can actually put that order in for you. So if you need T-shirts, if you need T-shirts for any type of endeavor you're involved in, holla at your boy. Go to precisioncreate.com, precision create.com there's information on the website of course about buying these shirts and i got a few other designs on there as well but also just about getting info on how, how much it would cost you to um create some precise designs for your company because my business precision design studio is all about creating a exact and precise precise design for you Right. So I go back and forth with you about the logo, about the coloring, about the shapes, everything involving the design. 
I want you to be involved with. Everything involved in the shirt, I want you to be involved with. You feel me? So go to precisioncreate.com, order a shirt, um, put in an order for your shirts. You feel me? So let's get it going, man. In the spirit of Father's Day, you see what I'm saying? In the spirit of Father's Day, all the shows I'm doing by myself this month will be geared towards fathers and our improvement and all that shit, right? So I want to play some clips for you because, again, the name of the show is Black Men in Relationships. Are we holding ourselves accountable? Are we holding ourselves accountable for how we treat our women? Are we holding ourselves accountable for the level of involvement we have with our children as well as other Black children in our community? Are we holding ourselves accountable for the amount of Black children who don't live with a father, who don't have a man around? You see what I'm saying? I think all of these are important conversations. So I'm going to play um, a little bit of a video I seen again from my brother, Dr. Umar Johnson on the Daily Wrap-Up Crew podcast. And I'm going to comment throughout, but I think they were having um, a much needed dialogue, family. So let me put this video on for y'all. And again, man, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to the Metal Native Convo. And again, man, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, all the fathers even if you ain't been doing a good job, I salute you because you can turn it around. I salute you because this may be the conversation you need. Um, this Father's Day could have been the day you needed to say, nah, moving forward, I'm going to be an involved parent. I'm going to do my best to not just provide finances, but be around in mind, body, and spirit. So I'm going to put myself in the best position mentally so I can be there for my kids and be um a pot and create like a positive impact on their life. You feel me? So let's get into it. Family, I'm happy to be back, man. Let's do it. Let me see here. And again, hit that like button. Subscribe to the Melanated Convo. The show is on YouTube. The show is also on Facebook. My Instagram is Melanated Convo 100. You feel me? So let's get into it. I want to play a little bit of this for y'all. No chance. My daughter could be one of those. I hope she's not. She could be one of those who never get a husband because only one out of four gets a husband. You see that. So when a black woman says, I don't need a man, that is a reaction to the reality that I may not get a man. So why not preach? Because I understood, you know, you're, you're obviously against interracial relations when it comes to black Absolutely. men with black women. I mean, with white women. With all um, women. You should only be with the black woman. And you will say, well, if you can't find a good woman in America, there's somewhere else. In Absolutely. So why not teach that same rhetoric to our women? Like, if you, I do. If you feel I like tell you... sisters all the time, go to Africa. So I then, know sisters who marry. I just, I just uh, spoke with a sister. She invited me to the wedding. She just married a brother from the continent. So, but instead of saying they, they will never I'll get married, I'll take sisters to Africa who married brothers they met right. in Africa. Right. So yeah, I, I think there's plenty. There's plenty. I think there's obviously plenty of black men, yes, black it is. women. So and what I also tell black women, if you're going to go get you an African man from the continent, right. you're going to have to understand that the way in which you talk to black men in America mm -hmm. will not be tolerated over there. Mm -hmm. Why the it, fuck is it it's tolerated here? It's not tolerated here. That's what we're trying to tell them. Well, over here, I want to say this to us, though. Mm -hmm. Because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself, mm -hmm. although imperfectly. Mm -hmm. She's had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began. In so I want to come on. I want to comment on that real quick, because, again, these brothers have a great conversation. This is deep, man, because when you look at. Because he mentioned the fact about, yeah, they should speak to African men differently. And I was like, ah, I think they should speak to all men a particular way. But we have to be honest, family, like the the. 
the 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 system created a structure in america with the welfare system with mass incarceration and a lot of that shit is on autopilot at this point right but my show and a lot of black men and i see that i see in our community we pretty much talking about yeah we looking at the racism and how things were created but as men right as men we need to step up and be the leaders in our community our family first but in our community as well because if we're looking at now i understand that black men there's been studies that show black men are probably the most involved man in their children's lives i mean uh uh uh, uh bringing them to school taking a bath playing with them we're extremely involved right but overall overall not enough of us are in the household overall not enough of us are involved and people need to realize why i say it this way right because when when we have certain conversations i'm not going to speak directly to the black man who quote unquote is doing most things right he got his woman in his house they doing everything together he he handling this business yeah he gonna have some issues with his family but that's different from a brother who don't live in the house with the kid having baby mama drama for whatever reason you weren't around to raise your son so we can give you an excuse and say it was the system that put you in a position i think we need to be honest about yeah the system put these things in play but as an adult with common sense and a positive mindset i can shift shit in a different direction this is why we talk about racism in the systematic indifferences we don't talk about it to dwell on it some people think we you you talk about racism and what has happened to us in the past as a mechanism to dwell on it not at all we're using this as a as a as a motivating factor to say you know what this is what i've been going through let me research let me do my due diligence this is why we need to be even more involved so the fact that most black kids don't live with their father the fact that too many of our black men aren't involved in the day-to-day -day activity of their children this is a problem so this is the end result we're gonna get we're gonna get young niggas sagging their pants all over the place talking to adults like shit, smoking weed outside jo joining gangs when there's no male guidance around all all type of all type of different levels of irresponsibility is going to take place so what we need to do family and believe me when i say this as a brotherhood as black men we need to back up and take accountability for the fact that we should be the leaders in our community even though there's been a lot of shit that's that that's taking place we need to acknowledge these things and figure out a way to move forward you feel me so let me play a little bit more of this family In the 1970s you understand me mm -hmm. most of our children are raised by a single mother right now mm -hmm. and it has been that way for about 50 years so when his sister says i don't need a man because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down mm -hmm. or when you meet a woman and you say sister I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man you ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever pull back i got you and she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is black wait real quick that's very important because all the other men who disappointed her, but I think sometimes the biggest man that disappointed her was her father. You see what I'm saying? Him not being reliable, him not being accountable for her life, him not him, him not producing finance or just, or, or, or just being involved in the day-to-day -day act, day -day activity. So yeah, men, excuse me, family, should be aware 
that I may be approaching a black woman who's dealt with some of these things. So I have to be mindful because I am the man. I am the leader. Right. But also women need to do the same thing. Excuse me. If a woman has been living her life and she's had to be tough, she's had to be the stern one. She's had to be the responsible one in her relationships with men. It goes both ways. Yeah, you may not have had a father, but you need to look at your selection process. You need to look at who you are inviting into your life as well, because I don't think it's fair for a man to have to deal with the baggage a woman brings to a relationship because of what she didn't have. Now, I don't think it's fair, but I understand it. Right. So both parties have to be aware of how this can negatively affect both of us. But it's but it's a dual level of accountability, but he is he is speaking some facts. Hold on. Man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to uh, act like we didn't play a role. We have to be held strong... accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one, so of course you're going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. Hold on one second. So at this point, and again, this isn't on a, because what you'll see further in the video, these brothers, this is a great dialogue, but sometimes these brothers points lend itself more to a individualistic state of mind. And we're not talking about individuals, right? We're talking about as a whole, as a whole, right? If we're looking at the lowest common denominator in our community, when we look at the hood, the impoverished, these environments, it's a lot of young men running around by themselves, right? It's a lot of young men running around with no type of male guidance. And we can look at the woman and say she could have been shiftless. She could have been trifling, all this bullshit, possibly. But none of this could have happened if you didn't have sex with her unprotected. That's something they're going to talk about a little later. But I want men to be completely aware of that I'm and I speak about my story a lot, but I've been there where we kind of blaming the woman for the different instances that take place in our relationship. And again, women need to be held accountable. But we start everything like as a man, you if you wore a condom while having relations with a woman, for the most part, you will not have a baby. So we can't have unprotected sex with a woman. And then when she get pregnant, act like it's her fault, because we know we know the game in America. Once you get a woman pregnant, she can do what the fuck she want to do. You 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 don't have the right to say have an abortion or whatever. Yeah, she may be collaborative with you and listen to what you're saying. But if she don't, which I would say she should. Right. But if she don't, we can't fully blame the woman when you initiated the contact like we get it. Woman, we initiate contact with women. If you do that same thing sexually and don't, and don't wear a condom, that's you not respecting your seed. That's you not thinking about your future. You know what I mean? They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males. What we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking. What we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Agreed. She got a right to be angry with us. I understand we have that. not been on our job as black men. If the that. men are the providers, 
What have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? She had to become masculine to survive the rape, the molestation, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how we created that? I understand that, but she needs to be If we was loving our women and and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That personality has a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making her a scapegoat. No, she's picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's there's good... See, this this is a great dialogue because I think with these two brothers or with these three brothers that's interviewing Dr. Umar, I think they're, it sounds like they're talking about their personal experience, right? Sound like these brothers are saying, look, I'm a man that's doing okay for myself. I'm striving to find a great woman and I shouldn't be accountable for all this baggage a black woman's going to bring to the relationship. And this is what we need to realize. We're not talking about you individually. Let's take a step back and look at the community as a whole. That's why I preference this a particular way. Um, Fatherhood and guidance regarding fatherhood, all men can use information at times, right? But some of us went about the process of making kids way more irresponsible than other men. This is a fact in that section of society, the section of our black society that has kids frivolously, unprotected, not thinking about the future, without resources, without being mentally stable enough to withstand what's going to come. This is the this is the main issues we've seen in our community. When you see young niggas shooting each other, being involved in gangs because they're looking for some type of male guidance, all this behavior that's not constructive most times if not all family most times you can link that back to some type of structured or non-structured fatherhood right if the father wasn't in the home if the father was shiftless on drugs in jail all these things we can blame these things on different factions of society but at the end of the day as men we got to hold ourselves accountable young looking at a young boy who has no respect for authority no respect for adults or himself. I'm sorry, family. A lot of that is due to him not having a fatherly figure, him being probably a little upset about his situation with his father. We've seen this where men get to their 20s and 30s and just meet their father and have all this unhealed trauma that came from the fact that a man wasn't there. In our community, family, we need to realize If two parents aren't in the home, that's not normal. We need to normalize two parents being in the home. And then one step further, fellas, if you decide you do not want to be in a relationship with the woman, cool, your presence is still very necessary. Not a present, but your presence. See, because some men feel like, look, I'm going to throw money at it. She she just want money. I'm going to go over there and drop a bag off. I'm going to go over there and bring some food. I'm going to go over there and bring clothes. This is necessary. But what about your presence? What about bringing them to the park? Because everybody focuses on money all the time. And I'm sorry, family. I'm, I'm here to tell you as a father of five, that's a piece of it. Very integral piece. But the biggest piece is your presence, your attention. How about that? 
How about that? How much attention are you paying the children around you? Do you know how much young, do you know how many young children I see who are acting out, who are um, creating all these worlds in their mind, who are doing, who are doing all this different activity, um, all these things people may consider weird or um, abnormal. And what I've witnessed is nobody's giving them no fucking attention. So we got to think if there, if the burden has been placed on the mom, because you um, agreed to have sex unprotected by you not wearing a condom. Now she has the baby. Now she can't be all kind of no shit bitches or you can't be you can't get to call her all these names and and being derogatory towards her when you chose to mate with her. See, so regardless of how these things start. All of this got to come back to me being around my child like getting over all hurdles, all barriers and being around my child. Because yeah, I understand some dudes go through situations where let's, let me shoot you a little bell. Maybe you was just thinking about sex, right? Not thinking about the kind of woman you were engaging with, not thinking about your future, not thinking about her future, not thinking about who she says she is, because when somebody show you who they is, you better believe them, right? A lot of times we don't with all that, to the side, you still should be there for your kid. The child is actually the innocent one. And I see people, young people all the time talk about how much they love their kid. I love my kid. I do anything for my kid. And I say, yeah, your mind and your, you may feel that way mentally, but I'm watching you and you don't do that for yourself. Family, you don't love yourself enough to sacrifice for your child so how are you going to completely love a child when you do not love yourself completely you haven't got over your childhood trauma you haven't done the work to realize what kind of person you are what what your actual goals are and all of this happens when you have children prematurely because people always say like a child is a blessing a child is a blessing yeah in essence new life is a blessing but neglect no resources, environmental racism, like in your horrible situations, what do you think is going to be the end result of that? So, yeah, when they were small and little, you've seen how precious they were and how delicate and, and beautiful this young person was. And this shit begins to rot away year after year when they're not getting attention, when they don't have any resources, when no one gives them positive affirmations. I love you. You can do it. Let me help you. What you into? You can do that. You see what I'm saying? So look, remove women for a minute. Remove this system for a minute. This Father's Day, like I said, reflect on your involvement in your children's lives with no excuses. That's what I had to do. Family, I'm a confident brother who went to college and had chicks and I'm smart, all this shit. I had to realize I didn't know what the fuck I was doing as a father. I, because I had to work two jobs, because I only slept three, four hours a night, I got to blaming it on the women. But in reality, I just started my family way before I had a career, way before I knew what I needed, way before I knew what I wanted to do. So I'm being emotional with women who are kind of based in emotion, I look back and think, nigga, what the fuck was you doing? You need to be the leader. 
You need to guide the situation. Yeah, money is a thing, but your presence, like I said, is more important. So I need to provide my presence, my guidance in the situation. Maybe I don't have the funds to accommodate whatever the situation is, but I have a state of mind. I can help guide it. I can use sweat equity, right? Fathers, get familiar with that term, sweat equity. Maybe you don't have the money to put in on daycare this month. Maybe you're trying your hardest and you really can't find a job. Shit really ain't popping for you. You got a car? You got a bus pass? You got a phone? Can you communicate with the woman? Can you encourage her? Can you go over there and help her? Can you say, okay, look, I know you don't got the money. How are we going to get it? See the difference? I've been there, fathers, where you where, where you creating you creating a line in the sand. Now, you do that. The kid need diapers. The kid needs some shoes. Okay, I ain't got it. Hang up. I ain't got it. No, 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 no. You get to neglecting your son like that or your child like that. He's going to be 15, 16 shooting at niggas because you wasn't around, because you wanted you because you wanted to opt out. Now you not now you going to visit him in jail talking about what you trying to scold him on what he did wrong. Have you seen fathers who do that? Let, let, let's not be those type of men. If you wasn't there, hear me when I say this, family. If you wasn't there through the integral parts of this child's life, you're a friend or a, a, a shoulder to cry on, a shoulder to speak to at best. You can't go in there demanding and telling a kid what they should do when you haven't put in the sweat equity. This is why it's so important to, if you don't have money or stability, right? This is a lot of, this is a problem a lot of fathers deal with. You still have your presence, man. Still be around, still be a moral person. Still try your best to have integrity despite of the bad times you're going through. You feel me? Let me see what you're saying. What's up, QC? Q, QG, what's up, man? Yeah, you looked at the website and seen the shirts. Yeah, go ahead and cop one of them shirts, man. That periodic table hard, ain't it? I knew it was when I seen it. Well, yeah, so look, Q, QG. QG just asked, and this is a great question, fam. Do you feel that it's hard for men in the black community to detach from the negative influence of Hollywood, such as gangster movies, gangster rap music, etc.? The influence is strong. Well... The influence is strong because they don't have any masculine energy to balance it out. Q, Q, QG, family. I would say to any parent, if the environment your kid is growing up in reflects the circumstances in the music, then you need to be careful. Even if it's two parents involved. This is something I didn't think about when I was younger. You need to be careful about the kind of music you expose them to. You need to be ultra um, you need to give a lot of information about what they're witnessing, like teaching kids about the history of hip hop, teaching kids about how this music came out of struggle. This is on you. A woman can't do this all the time. So, yeah, QG, a lot of our young men are very much influenced by gangster rap, the movies they see, because this is masculine energy that they're emulating because they have no other type of masculine energy to emulate. Now, we need to realize they're going to emulate something. It just may end up being some negative shit. You see? So, yeah, can you have a kid who appreciates hip-hop, um, appreciates black culture and some of the niggatry that we see on TV or videos or movies? Yeah, but 
they don't have to participate in it. I think the young black men who feel they are a participant is a lot of them who didn't have any male guidance. Think about it, QG. White kids listen to hip hop too. Same music. Why are they not creating gangs in their community and robbing people and killing their uh, 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 classmates? Why isn't that happening in their community? Why? Their reality doesn't reflect the music. Their reality does not reflect the music. If you have a young man, whether you a single mom, whether you a brother that live in the hood with your son, whether you a brother that have to go visit your son and pick him up, if he's living in the environment that the music is talking about, you got to be careful. Because look, that music is influential to anyone who listens to it. Like there's a spell in music, family. And we got to admit, like as much as I love hip hop, a lot of the new, the newer hip hop artists, they've made the music very simplistic and, uh, and very violent, like more violent than even the music we was listening to. See, so yeah, a kid may feel a, a kid may feel it's just a vibe. I just like the beat, but the words are spells, and you have to be there for your child to say, "Hey, I know you like this artist. Let's do some research. Let me hip you up. Let me hip you to something else. Not that they're gonna take the music you recommend and just start listening to that, but you gotta give history. You gotta give context to shit while being present." while being a presence in your in your kid's life. Because if they're lacking for something, if you're not giving them the male energy they need because you're not around a lot, because you're not because you're not tapping into what they want and what they need and what they like, then you become some of the adults who kids just be like, ah, I ain't gonna listen to you. Because you're not, you're unrealistic. Your the your your take and how you're approaching shit is unrealistic and we can't do that. So yeah, gangster rap, the movies, it's a lot of um, negative and counterproductive influences in society, not just in the black community, but in society. But think about this. Hip hop is the largest music commodity on the globe, on the globe. It's the most, it's the highest selling. It's the most popular. It's the most influential. And this is to everybody, Right. How do you think the shit's going to be to the people who would look who look like that, right? You know how that feels? Look, everybody who grew up in the hood, do you know how it feels to listen to some music about some hood shit and go outside and see it? That creates a whole different perspective. So we have to be careful because some young dudes will see that and say, okay, I want to participate. You feel me? So let's continue watching some of this, more of this video. Great, a great question, fam. Why is there even a pookie in the selection? You got to ask Heather. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a pookie okay. in the selection. Why? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she with pookie. If we never allow pookie to develop, she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. I can, I can hear that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. that they're right to disrespect because even if a woman disrespects me, right? Mm. That still don't give me a right to disrespect her because she's still the queen of the community, even if she's not acting like... Okay, so that's... I partially agree with the brother on that, but that's difficult. Like, that's difficult. He's basically saying, look, this is, this, is the, this is the queen of the earth. This is the first human being on planet earth was a black woman. That's a fact, right? So... 
her disrespect, I can take her disrespect while realizing who she is and her uh, tumultuous circumstances. I'm going to be honest. That's like a higher level of thinking. Because typically, disrespect begets disrespect. If somebody disrespects you, you're going to go right back at them, right? But I, I, the essence of what the brother is saying, I feel that in my soul. Like you should be on a higher plane where one, you don't create a disrespectful environment and two, be man enough to walk away, be man enough to still convey your point without being disrespectful. Because I'm going to be honest, me, I'm, I got a mouth on me, y'all. Like some shit, somebody say some shit I don't like, I'm going straight for the jugular. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this is how I've been since I've been a young person, but I've been having to tailor that back, like especially when dealing with a woman. I can't deal with my woman the same way I do with my homeboys. I can't. The temperament has to be different. Like the 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 like the body of the conversation is different. I'm. You have to expect a woman to do certain things. She's gonna be kind of emotional. She may be irrational at times. She may. She's like the ocean. She's gonna be up and down. You see what I'm saying? You gotta be steadfast. And this is difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Like, look, we look. I can be honest, family. My, I was raised by a single mom. I have brothers. In men around who was there, but the primary source of my discipline, the person who gave me instructions was my mother, right? But this was also the person when she was upset, when she was out of sorts, I'm witnessing that too. I'm going to be honest. I stopped myself at times because I'm like, nigga, you're acting like your mama. Let's be honest with ourselves. Those of us who were raised by single women. No man around for conflict resolution. You're only watching a woman dissolve conflict. You're watching a woman deal with conflict. Don't be afraid to say today how you resolve conflict may be reminiscent of your mother. And that's not to call you soft or feminine. But if you were raised with just a single mom with no man around to provide tutelage and guidance, this was unnatural. It should not happen that way. I know we internalize a lot of our trauma and make the shit feel like it's popular and a thing to do. No, that's unnatural, fam. You grew up in an unstructured household. You grew up in a, in, better word, you grew up in an imbalanced household. I don't care how influential your mom was. I, my mom was, my mom was a writer. Like you, she demanded respect. Right. You're not you, she a five, six woman. You're not getting over on her. You're not saying what you want to say. She demanded respect and willing to do something to your ass if you didn't. Right. But with all that being said, she wasn't a man. We didn't put our pants on the same way. Right. We didn't have the some of the ills that I'm dealing with as a man, seeing young women that I like dealing with all this testosterone. Nothing she could do about that. You feel me? What uh, uh, what you say, QG? Let me see here. Tell because the black community, a lot of the. The promoted success in the Hollywood, they promote college as useless, but we need more advanced professionals. Yes, we need more advanced professionals with with logic and reason behind it. Like we know the student loan debt is atrocious right now. Right. So going to college is a great idea for a young person if the goal is oriented, like if they have a goal, I'm going for this reason, I'm going to get a degree that can be helpful, not because there are degrees you can get and you get out of school and you be driving a fucking Uber. This is a fact, right? This is a fact. But but the point is, though, QG, the furthering edu furthering your education after high school should be a must. Now, this could be trade school. 
this can be a specific field. You can be a, like a go to HVAC or construction or plumbing or something like this. But graduating high school and stopping right there, to me, that stops your uh, that stops your evolution as a man. And one another thing that college does that people don't look at this element a lot. People who went to college get it, but some people who didn't may not. College helps you become an adult. Let's just say you're away at a university and yeah, you got to go to school, but you got to work. You got to get up on time. You got to manage your little apartment. You got to do all this shit without a parent involved, right? So if a person can go to go through college and succeed, I don't mean get A's and B's. I mean, graduate. Excuse me. I mean, withstand the process. That. I think that fares well with your spirit. So when it's time to go out and be an adult, you've already been doing it to a degree. You already have a template for how to take care of yourself. Like so many young people I see, they treat working in responsibility like a fucking chore. And I'm going to say most college students who graduate, whether they can find a job or not, they understand the um, importance of self-motivation of motivating their self to get up in the morning to complete this assignment to this is all important and something I just realized, but I I'm, but I knew it because I went to a technical college. I went to Hill college, which I got a degree in electronics. This is like 20 years ago. Right. But what a hiring manager told me, and I heard it somewhere else too. If you are a college graduate and let's just say you're going on a job interview that has nothing to do with your field of study. Your college education and graduation is a notch on your resume because it shows you can complete something. It shows you started something and you finished it. That's just like having a job. That's just like showing a working history on a resume so it can benefit you. But of course, you want to go to college for something that's beneficial. You want to go to college for something that uh, there's a demand for that field, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? So I'm going to play a little bit more of this before we get out of here, y'all. But this is a good conversation. And again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. But happy Father Reflection Day. That's what I want to call it. Happy Father Reflection Day. Reflect on who you've been in your kids' lives. Even if it's not good, let's remove the woman. I don't want to hear you say this woman kept me from a kid. This Because in reality, nobody can keep you from your child. Legally. Legally. Right? Legally. If you get joint custody of your kid, if you get the court involved, police will show up with your ass to get your son or daughter. So I don't want to hear that. You can go the legal route. You may not want to do that. I don't want to get them folks involved in our situation or our business either. But if you have to go the legal route, do it. Like literally doing whatever it takes to be in your kids' lives, right? Whatever it takes, even if this is a woman who is spiteful and a negative influence, First things first, you chose her, not fight for your damn kid. You feel me? Let's listen to a little bit more of this. Like it. I'm going to give it that respect. But when I hear brothers talk like this discourse we have now, yeah, yeah. we act like we don't understand. No, I do, I reasons do, for that shit. I do understand. I, I, women are so valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think women ground men and help them, you know, propel to the to the next level. I, I think men go, get further in life with a woman, mm -hmm. right? But when I, if I'm a hardworking man, but I'm only looked at as, as resources, okay, and then she's ready to jump on Tom, Dick, and Harry because 
he has he's he got flash. He's uh shining a little bit more. His access to money is quicker than mine's. It's it's kind of hard to have that. that well, no. One, I agree with you, but that's not all sisters. No, it's not. It's and if not. you're constantly running into that type of woman, yeah, then the problem is you because you're attracting a certain low vibrational energy. Why? Yeah, why is why that? not that same energy for the for women? You just you just again you have because the man we have a conversation as men. That is important, and I've heard men mention this about the type of woman they're coming across. Because yeah, are some women materialistic? Are some women reared in Western society, in Western thought? So finances is the primary thing they're looking for, or a man with a nice something. That's true. But where the fuck you at looking for chicks? Because I know some environments where you won't see no woman like that at all. So if you in the cesspool of women and men who are just in an environment to show each other what they got or in a superficial environment that's on you i've known people who say i can't find a mate in my city like a whole goddamn city that's a misnomer that's based on where you going that's based on what you're going to accept and men it's a little different than women because women need to be selected right a woman has to be selected a man you do the selecting player you do the selecting so if you know you are a man who has morals and integrity and you work hard and you try your best to be honest and you're going to give your all to a woman, you will find what you're looking for if that's the energy you're putting out. And when you get an energy that's not that, get the fuck away from her. See, this all lends itself to what I was talking about earlier with men having babies and the woman you have a baby with. Be selective. Put yourself in a state of mind mentally where you've put in the work like we were just talking about QG, whether it be through college, whether it be through working, build yourself up first. Like th this is a in the, this is a um, people look outside of themselves for things a lot, whether it be religion, whether it be in relationships. Everybody's looking outside of themselves when in most cases, the reason and the problem, <laughs> the reason and the problem is within you. And that's. A personal thing. Can't nobody help you with that. I'm I'm here's a news flash, family. Can't nobody make you happy. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you know that? There's not an individual walking this earth that can make you happy if you don't make yourself happy. Sometimes people are looking for a partner to make them happy, to complete me, all this kind of shit. Nah, I'm complete. I just need a compliment. You feel me? I'm I'm good. I just want someone to compliment what I'm doing. But looking for someone to complete you, someone to make you happy, money ain't going to make you happy. Pussy ain't going to make you happy. A beautiful woman ain't going to make you happy. All that's temporary if you're not happy inside. You feel me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, because QG, like, again, I think because I have children who didn't go to college. And at the time... I didn't feel the need to press the issue based on several factors that I'll get into in another show. But that was a mistake because you need some because now they want to take they want to go to trade school. They got jobs. Nothing wrong with working a job, getting your money. But man, too many Americans are doing shit they don't love to get money. 
Too many Americans are looking at the clock waiting to get off at five because they hate their fucking job. You don't got to live like that. You see what I'm saying? That's a choice. And that's just not some black shit. A lot of Americans doing what they got to do to make money, doing what they got to do to feed their family. And I, and I applaud that. But as a young person, you should be looking at what you really want to do. You should be looking at like what motivates me? What, what have I seen or found that I can do for free? That I just love to do it just so happens I get paid for it. Too many of us aren't. That's the American dream to me. Doing what the fuck you love. Regardless of the, the, the outcome financially. Doing what you love. You see what I'm saying? Too many of us don't see the, um, don't see the benefit of that. We, doing, we go into college for a specific subject because somebody told us to. Because a family member said that's what we should do. Because we think that's what we should do. Nah. Being young. It's about soul searching and figuring out exactly what you want to do. You know what I mean? So that's so, so that's 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 deep right there, family. Need to make sure the person reciprocates what you're willing to do. Yeah, of course. And and we be and I think we have to go into relationships whole. I know who I am. I've done the soul searching. I like myself. Come on now. I like myself. So then when Someone's not treating me right. I just get out of Dodge. I just remove myself. Like having standards isn't a bad thing. We all should have standards within reason, right? Again, it's about knowing yourself. Your standard should reflect the reality of who you are. We need to keep it real. Sometimes women, even men at times, will have an unrealistic set of expectations for relationships when they ain't put in the work they self. And that's like the brother Kevin Samuels. I think his show was predicated on that philosophy. Women who are expecting something without being real with who they are inside. So it comes off looking all fucked up and like they don't know what they want. And, you know, some of them was looking bad on the videos. Well, that's all about them not knowing who they are and saying, I want a man who makes five hundred thousand dollars a year. But I ain't but I ain't made a dollar in my life. That, that's not the reality of the world we live in. You know what I mean? I'll play a little bit more of this video before I get out of here, family. Yeah. I got, I got plenty of interviews with all women where I check them too. All right. But as a man, you should not be concerned about what I say to them. Mm. As men, we should be concerned of what we're going to do to produce a better generation of black males for tomorrow. That's the only, that, women, that is where we should be focusing. Women bring the choice of life, right? We understand that, right? I can't have a, a, a child unless a woman agrees. And she can't a carry woman, one if you or, didn't put it in her. It, mm. I agree with that 100% too, right? But whether or not, if you want that child or not, she can still make that decision. It's only if up to her. you don't put a seed in her, nothing else happens. Look, this is, man, this is a great conversation because these young brothers... And in actuality, they remind me of myself some years back where I would look at my situation, having kids by multiple women. And I would be like, yeah, but she she knew I didn't want to have a baby. She knew I didn't have money. She knew he was too young. All this bullshit. Right. But like he just said, the reality of it is if you don't have sex unprotected, no baby's coming. So the initial process of mating with a woman as long as it's consensual it started by you so how can we not be the start of the solution too that's all i'm saying family 
yeah, you may find yourself in a situation with a woman who ain't shit or didn't do you right or you seeing she's not a good mother or a good person, whatever, but there has to be a high level of accountability that you take because you chose her. Come on now. You chose her less a woman's raping you or some shit, but let's keep it real. You chose her, but your intentions weren't in the right place at the moment. Could have been a a, a a lapse in judgment for whatever reason. We all make mistakes for different reasons, but you got to come back and be accountable for that. You got to come back and say, okay, this is on me. And I think what we need to realize is as a community of men, that has to be the mentality. Then we'll start making it a point. Then we'll start making it a point to be there for our kids. And like Dr. Umar was saying a little earlier, because some of the, um, talking points these brothers are mentioning is based on the individual experience but all of this has to be collective like for a black man i want all my black men to ground yourself in what needs to happen for your children like deeply involve yourself to to your ability in everything going on with your kids build a relationship based on who they are based on who you are this is important but eventually it's gonna have to expand if we're talking about all black folks this show every show i do it's not an individual thing family this is about all of us so ultimately you're gonna have to go from being a stable father who understands his faults and does the best he can in all as in, in all avenues financially emotionally um involvement in events everything you can do right and you know you have to train yourself if you didn't have a father to be good at these things to be proficient and also know when you fucking up so you can be corrected but then you got to go from that to being that same person for the full community that's what we're getting at now you need to be that way for the community ultimately if we had millions of black men in america yes loving their family but stepping outside of that to say, okay, what can I do for the global black family? What can I do for the young dudes in my community who may didn't, who may not have had a father like me or may not have had an influence like me? What can I do for them? Like this society has taught us as African people to be on some me shit. I, 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 which self-preservation is first. Let, let, let's keep it real. Self-preservation is first, but we're talking about more than just yourself. If you're just thinking about you, we fucked. Re like in reality but yeah ground yourself with your children first be vulnerable and listen listen to your children listen to your woman listen to the people around you who love you who may have critiques for your process so you can improve you know what i mean some women aren't being realistic in today's economy it's very hard to make it as yes this is very true. This is why I'm happy I got on social media as a full grown man, because I don't look at some of the shit I see on the Internet the same, because if you go on the Internet sometime, QG, it'll look like everybody balling. It'll look like everybody's successful. You'll see women say, hey, I'm only dating a man who makes this amount of money. Well, if you look at the statistics about all men of all races. Talk about a rich man, a wealthy man. That's an extremely small percentage of the population we live in. But like you mentioned earlier, yeah, looking at TV, looking at social media, looking at Hollywood. If you black, they're going to put LeBron, they're going to put LeBron up. They're going to put uh, 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 Jay-Z. They're going to catapult all of these individuals to make you say, yeah, be like that. 
when actuality, them niggas had to jump through a thousand hoops to get there. They had to be damn near masterful. They had to be six, eight and dunking and you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's not realistic. The more realistic approach is to say, I know some dudes who plumbers. I know some dudes who barbers who getting it like realistic shit. No, not rich, but moralistic, integral, doing what they can to take care of your family. And that's not going to take a rich man, but they rich in spirit. You feel me? Do the work together. Yep. Even though the system is challenging. Yes. Yes. We can overpower. Yes. So that's that's the whole goal of the melanated combo. QG is figuring out ways to create empowerment. Figuring out ways to create a code of conduct where we can sit here. Because even if you were saying shit I didn't agree with, as long as it's respectful, we need to have that conversation. But ultimately, if our goal is the same, then it don't matter the petty differences. Because once we go outside together, I got your back. You got my back. When we get back to the spot, we're going to talk about the shit we didn't agree with. You see? I'm not going to publicly come out and condemn you when we know we're on the same page. So, yes, unity is required. And first, before we can, I think, unify with like the global black community and everybody around us, we got to mend the fences with the people that are directly around us. Whether that be your kids, whether that be your woman. That's why for Father's Day, like I said, I read a post where somebody said, happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are there they mean like a caveat to say if you a father who's struggling or you a father who don't got money who haven't been trying to be there for your kid fuck you only happy father's day to the ones that's doing it i get that sentiment but i don't see it like that we always got to look at the lowest common denominator this is all my fathers who haven't been doing a good job use father's day as a reset button use father's day as a moment of accountability where you say not no more yeah, she be tripping. Yeah, I don't got money, but I'm going to do everything within my power. And if I'm not, I'm going to take constructive criticism from the people around me that love me so I can improve. Because, again, the only person that suffers is the child. And it took me a while to learn this family that, yeah, I may be upset with this woman, but I'm attempting to punish her. And at the end of the day, all I'm doing is punishing my child. You see what I'm saying? So these are, let me see. Yeah, I don't wear any, I don't wear any um, expensive name brands with a white family's name on it. Hear me when I say that. You tell me. Look at top the top seven to ten white brands that we uh, frequent and purchase a lot. That's the name of a family. Versace. You just mentioned it. Louis, uh, Louis, uh, Louis Vuitton. These are families. These are white families, right? That we see as the pillar of success. And this is a mental fucking game that they got all of us in. Not me, though, because it happens to black folks um, subconsciously, I think. QG, quick story but, but before I get off. After my brother Nipsey Hussle died, like, of course, big fan of his music, his movement. You know, I followed him his whole career. That 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 hit home with me, knowing what he stood for, right? I went to his store. Like, when it opened, the grand opening and everything, got, a nice, got some nice pieces. Um, when I can, I still buy stuff to support his family from the um, website, right? QG, you know, I had people asking me, 
because I would wear a Crenshaw shirt. I got three, four hats, five, six, seven shirts, right? And I'm wearing them on the show, just to me, repping black business and success. You know, motherfuckers was asking me, why are you wearing so much of his clothes? Damn, was it free? Damn, what you what you repping Nipsey so much for? What? Damn, you live on Crenshaw. They, they making jokes. You see the nigga mind? They making jokes. But if I had an LV on my shirt, if I had Versace on my shirt, they going to see it as, oh, he getting it. Oh, okay. I see you. You see? So this is a whole, this is a whole mental breakdown. I'll get on that more on a different show, but I wanted to mention that to you because that's true. Like the brands we buy, we're just buying them to feel better. Yeah, I live in the hood. My daddy wasn't there. No resources. But man, I got these Jordans on. That's the mentality. Yeah, I don't got shit. This neighborhood ain't got shit. It's potholes everywhere. Police treat us like shit all the time. The neighborhood is dilapidated everywhere I look. Crackheads, all, all type of fuck shit going on. But I got these Jordans on. My mama may be on crack. I ain't got no food in my refrigerator. My bed is hella uncomfortable. The structure in my home ain't what it need to be. But I got these Jordans on. See? Self-worth is wrapped into all that shit. You see what I'm saying? So it's a deep conversation, family. But black men, and for the rest of this month, I'm going to continue to have this type of conversation. So get used to it. Our relationships with our women, our relationship with our kids, it's our fault. If you begin to take full accountability for the situation you're in with the people you love in your life, starting with your woman and your children, you'll get much farther, family. Yes, there's issues in things people do we may not like, but those are small hiccups. Because again, if it's a woman and kids, you chose this woman by choosing to have sex with her. You feel me? So this is your brother Harrison, man. Melanated Combo Podcast. Happy to be back. Go to Precision Create, precisioncreate.com. Check out the new designs. Uh, a really nice Father's Day, um, Father's Day collection on the website. Also, if you need shirts design, you need a flyer design, you need any type of design. Um, Precision Design Studio is the name of the business. Go to precisioncreate.com today. We're gonna continue to have these conversations about fatherhood, man. Until in, until I'm blue in the face, goddammit. Until the individuals that are the lowest common denominator, the black men who don't do well, who got multiple kids, who ain't taking care of them, who ain't trying hard enough, right where I was, we're going to talk to these individuals. Once we once we improve their mentality, we'll see how the entire community improves when we start changing how we raise these young boys. You feel me? This is your brother Harrison, man. Melanated Combo Podcast. I'm out.